In the name of Jesus, amen. Please be seated. You probably walked in here today thinking, oh no, what in the world's going on here today? Mary, the mother of our Lord? Ugh. Who is this guy that we've called here? He sounds like he's a Roman Catholic. What's next? Is he going to bring in a statue of Mary with Jesus, encourage us to pray to Mary? What gives? Well, to be sure, let's not, all, let's not have all the Roman Catholics have all the fun or all the say about this stuff. Secondly, stop for a minute and think about who Mary is. Just stop for a moment. Our Lutheran confessions talk of her being the mother of God. And you might say, whoa, wait a minute here. But when you think about Jesus, who is Jesus? God. She's the mother of Jesus, the mother of God in human flesh and blood. Think about your own mother and maybe how you view her. She gave birth to you. I brought you into this world, she might say, and she raised you. Think about the mothers of famous people. In the royal family, Prince Charles is not the rock star. It's his mother, the queen. If we can set aside days for Peter, James, and John, and Paul, or even more so if we can name our churches after Matthew, Mark, and Luke, I grew up at St. James Lutheran Church, then we can certainly take one little hour and talk about Mary the birth of our with the birth of our Savior. In fact, Luther himself preached most of his sermons at a church called St. Mary's. So don't flip out. I'm not trying to be like the people across the street. I'm not going to ask you to have a statue of Mary or to pass out rosary beads as you leave here today. But I will point to you, Mary as a wonderful example of the Christian faith, because Mary will always point you to her son, Jesus. I'm not really sure what Mary and Elizabeth had planned for the rest of their lives. I really don't know what they wanted to do with their lives. And aside from faithfulness in the Christian faith, we can't really assume anything. But what we know from Mary and Elizabeth today God had completely different plans. He drastically changed the course of their lives. Here you heard today about two women who should not be pregnant. A young woman engaged, but not yet married. She would not have had a child yet. And an old woman who had settled in her life as being childless, given up the hope of motherhood. I see these two women today, and one carrying Jesus and one carrying John, and I wonder how puzzled they might have been. <laughs> this wasn't in our plans. Who saw this coming, right? Do you have plans? Have you got plans written down on your calendar? Have you had plans for maybe this year? Was there something that you wanted to get done this year? I may not be completely certain, but I'm almost positive that maybe your plans didn't quite pan out this year, maybe as you thought they would. Maybe like last year? Doesn't it seem like we've gone back in time and are living in 
August of 2020. Some things have changed, yet some things are still the same. This year certainly hasn't gone to my plans, and I'm sure you could probably think of something as well. Mary goes to spend time with her cousin Elizabeth. And when she comes near, the baby in Elizabeth's womb leaps for joy. There they are, two women whose plans have been ignored by God and whose lives have taken drastically different directions than they could have ever imagined. Mary, of course, will continue to raise her son, Jesus, and Lord knows that was quite an adventure. She has had angels visit her to tell her that she's going to carry the Son of God, She is present at Jesus' first miracle. And you'll notice there what Mary likes to do. My son, go talk to my son. Do whatever he tells you. That's how we want to view Mary. She is present at Jesus' hour of glory as she sees him lifted up on the cross for the salvation of the whole world. She's even there at the upper room of Pentecost. And she would be cared for by the church and remembered forever, not because some particular group of Christians says so, but because the Bible says so. From this day forth, all generations will call you blessed, says Elizabeth. This is the word of the Lord. Elizabeth will be John the Baptist's mother. And she'll be given much joy by him and his life. Yet go back to the feeling of this day, what you see on the bulletin cover with these two women. They probably had joy and fear all wrapped up into one, much like most pregnant women do. Questions, concern, maybe a bit of fear, but also the immeasurable joy of the promise of a new life coming into the world. This is not something for the faint of heart, to be sure, even if your baby isn't the Son of God, the incarnate deity, or the one who is going to be the cousin who is greatest born among women, says Jesus. Life is life in the womb. But what is it that they set out to do? Was that the life that they planned on living? The point I want you to take for today is that you can plan and plan and plan some more, and you can go by that motto of proper prior planning prevents poor performance or whatever else it is, but don't be surprised when the Lord throws a wrench into your well-oiled machine and says to you and to me, ah, 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 that's not where we're going in life. Where in the world did this come from? How did this all happen? Why is this happening to me? God says simply because it's my plan. You pray it in the Lord's Prayer, don't you? Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Not my will, but thy will, God. And God says, yes, yes, it shall be so. 
The Lord interrupts your plans with something else, something different, something that you certainly didn't see coming. But even when you're sitting there with the questions and concerns and fears, I want you to also think that this is something better than what you had planned. Huh? Something better? Yes. God's will is always good and perfect and right. What was Mary's plan? Who knows? She's a young teenage girl. She's been engaged to be married. She had her whole life to look forward to with Joseph and the carpentry business and whatever else it is that they had planned. And God says, put the up the brake, throw in the wrench in the machine. I need you to do something else. She was certainly given something greater than she could have ever hoped for. And so with Elizabeth. What is your plan for this life? What is your plan for the rest of this year and for 2022 and beyond if we make it that far? No matter what you have planned, you need to be okay with those plans falling apart. You really do. Don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Your plans didn't work out? It's okay. Let it go. You must also prepare, though, to rejoice. Rejoice always. But I'm not getting my way. Rejoice. God is in control. It's so easy for me to make an idol out of my goals and my plans and my success, and I'm sure you're the same way as well. I think I'm locked into good gear, and next thing you know, the car changes direction, and I'm going back where I came from. The same happens to you as well. Our goals, our plans, our success can be very convenient idols. They can be things that we bow down to day by day and give up virtually everything and everyone around us to see them succeed. What is it that you want? What is it that you are planning? And even more so, does faithfulness to God and fervent love toward your neighbor factor into this? Faithful is, faithfulness is certainly enough because faithfulness brings Jesus, and Jesus is always more than enough. And in the middle of this all, no matter what happens, rejoice. Always, I say again, rejoice. Look at what happened with Mary and Elizabeth. The mere presence of Jesus Christ in Mary's womb was enough to inspire John the Baptist, who was in his mother's womb, to leap for joy. This baby that Elizabeth had never seen or Mary had never seen leaps for joy when he comes into the presence of Christ. Think of that for a moment. Two babies that recognize one another 
while still in their mother's wombs, and they are joyful. What else could they be? They're safe, they're secure, they have everything that they need, and now they have one another. This should also make us, for a moment, take a pause and show us how vitally important life is in the womb. How vitally important our unborn children are. God knows who they are because He has been there Himself in the womb, just like you and me. God knows who our unborn children are because He knits them together in their mother's womb. They are truly God's human creation at the time of conception all the way to their last day. Forget about Mary for a moment and just rejoice at what is happening in the womb. This is why I've always told women who are pregnant that some of the absolute best prenatal care they could ever receive is to be at this place to hear God's Word, because it's not just them that are hearing God's Word and receiving God's presence, so are the unborn. What a great example of faith. John the Baptist leaps for joy. The first few chapters of Luke's Gospel, if you go back and read it, is all like this. There's singing, there's rejoicing all over the place. It's extremely joyful because Jesus is broken into the world to save us, His people. They're singing and rejoicing even though their plans are not going as they desired. Why? Because Jesus is present with them. What are your plans? How do you view a good life, a fulfilled life? Is it include Jesus? Believe it or not, despite our plans not going as we want or completely falling apart, you yourself can leap and sing for joy because Jesus is present with you here today. He has been given to you as He was given to Mary. In your hearing, your sins are all forgiven. The preached word, the sung word, the word spoken and read through the word, the word splashed upon you in holy baptism as your sins are washed away and you are reminded that you are a child of God. The word attached to the bread and wine eaten today as you come into communion with the very Son of God, your Savior. Leap for joy with John. Rejoice always, because no matter how faulty your plans are, no matter how they fall apart, this will always stay and remain the same for you. This is not about me. It's not about you. It's about Jesus coming to you and setting everything straight for you when the world seems to be falling apart. The salvation of the world has come for you in Jesus Christ. In here, at this place, in the womb of the church, and anything is possible when we look to Jesus. So have I calmed your fears down about Mary a little bit? What about her? It's really simple. We give thanks to God 
because she simply by faith looked to God and said, let it be done according to your word. And because of her, your salvation came into the world through her son. She really is blessed among women. What can you take from Mary? It's simple. You and I can handle anything that comes our way. For everything given to you is a gift from God. Where there is blessing and joy or sometimes testing, trials, and the need for patience. You can handle all things through Christ who strengthens you. Consider the alternative. Perpetually mourning, sad, and gloomy. Constantly worrying. Living in fear about what's going to happen tomorrow or next year or whatever else it might be. Or simply clinging to Jesus like Mary did and saying, Amen, your will be done to your servant. What do you have to lose? What's the downside? Sure, you might have to bear a cross that is perfectly fitted for you, and at times that might be what I need and you need as well, but there is the child who inspires us to move forward because he himself went to the cross for those who would not have him, you and me. There is where he went to the cross seeing you as the joy that was before him, despising the shame and going to the cross for you out of love and mercy. Because of Mary, there is the baby Jesus, the God-man Jesus, who inspires rejoicing in heaven on earth to take up our cross, knowing that that is not the end. But your plan includes you walking up out of your grave. Heaven and earth cannot take that promise away from you. Nothing can take that promise away from you. Whether you live or die, you are His. That is your plan. Thanks be to God for Mary, because she points you to her Son, so that in all things, no matter what your plans may be, you can rejoice always. To Christ alone be the glory forever and ever.